When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You have found the Shanty Pants Show. People ask all the questions that box you in To classify your life with the stroke of a pen Take those old rules, crumple them, and throw them out We're burning that box right now Although I am most often recognized for my ridiculous comedic fashion and makeup tutorials on my social medias, I also have a deeper side. I have been learning, growing, and recovering so much in the last couple of years, and I'm thrilled to bring you along on my journey as I continue to break the mold that I've been living in for far too long. I'm so fortunate to have the privilege of interviewing some movers and shakers who are encouraging my healing process through sharing their own stories. I speak with many who have suffered through challenges I myself have been through, such as living in a cult, infertility, foster care, adoption, and mental health illness. I have experienced firsthand how the stories of others have impacted Impacted me in my journey of healing. I'm honored to bring these stories to you all in hopes that you too can learn, grow, and heal. And also to remind us all that we are not alone. Welcome to the Shanty Pants Show. Yay, this is so exciting. I'm excited. Um, I know. I'm so excited that we finally connected and this finally happened. Being a couple months. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's yeah. been going on. Yeah, I know. You want to talk about that stuff? I can talk about that okay. stuff. Yeah. Let's go ahead and because I'm just going to start talking like I normally do and I yeah. get ahead of myself. Uh, but let's go ahead and introduce you to the audience first. Okay. So would you like to kind of let everyone know who you are? Sure. Uh, my name is Sarah Pashnik. Uh, I guess there's a lot of things that, that make who I am. Um, but some of the major things, of course, I'm a mom to three beautiful children. I have twin boys. I survived twins. They're seven oh. now. So anybody else who has twins, it does get better. You will survive. Mm. And uh, we have a daughter who's three. And uh, yeah, we're in the three-nager stage. Oh, so I'm wow. a busy, busy mom. I did teach kindergarten for 10 years, uh, but 
throughout motherhood and not sleeping, I discovered my passion for sleep because Mm -hmm. I was not sleeping. So I am a certified pediatric sleep coach. This is my passion. Um, And so I created the business called Passionate About Sleep. And I spell it a little funky because my last name's Pashnik. So I just worked out nice. (laughs) So it kind of worked out. I was clever. So I am a full-time sleep coach for infants and toddlers. And I love what I do. And I found Sarah on social media, of course, where I find all the people I'm past the infant stage. So thankfully, oh my gosh. Uh, But, but the, the sleep part is what drew me in because Mm. I still struggle with sleep issues unrelated to having infants in my house. So that was initially what, like, I'm like, Ooh, sleep coach, let me check this woman out. And then I kind of saw what you were doing and Obviously, it's more geared towards infants, but also uh, the parents of infants because we all need our sleep, you know, and if the kiddos aren't getting sleep, then the parents aren't getting sleep. So that's kind of how I found you and was drawn into what you do. Uh, But would you like to speak a little bit more about what you actually do and how you how you help parents through this phase of life? Sure. So I feel like my business has been just constantly evolving. Mm. Um, But it started out, like I said, I was not getting sleep. And I have always struggled with mental health. And Mm. so when I wasn't sleeping, my mental health was plummeting. Mm. I was so anxious, so depressed. I'm going to say it, I did not enjoy being a mom for the Mm. first little bit. I actually kind of hated it because Mm. I felt like, who am I? I'm literally losing my mind. What is happening? It Mm. felt like the ground beneath me just like fell and I Mm. was free falling. So I help parents through, through all the things that I've learned and the courses I've taken and the certification program and the mentoring I've done, I have found ways to help families get sleep and get their Mm -hmm. lives back. So I work one-on-one with families to identify what kind of the issues are, uh, because sleep is it's not just sleep. It's a, it's the bigger picture, right? Mm-hmm. It's, there's, there's more going on. And so I look into things like wake windows. So how long is your infant awake for? I look at sleep routines. Mm-hmm. I look at kind of what's going on with the family. Is there some stress going on because babies pick up on that? Mm-hmm. I look at sleep environment and we kind of work kind of as a, like a big picture of what's going on. Um, and we get these babies sleeping. And honestly, when, when parents reach out to me, they are, and I've been there, but their marriages right. are, are suffering yeah. there. And some people like in Canada, we get a, most people get a year off with mm. like, an infant, but in some countries that I work with and like the States included, right. Some people nope. get like nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got not these the newborns, <laughs> not the same. They've got these newborns at home they're not sleeping. They're trying to work. They're trying to raise a family. They're trying to keep their mental health intact. They're trying to keep their marriage intact. And so when I work with these families, it is a ripple effect on, on the entire family, on their marriage, on their work life. So, Mm. um, yeah, like I said, it's not just sleep. It it's a ripple effect. So that's what I, that's what I do. Oh my gosh. And that is so true. I'm, being a little traumatized thinking back about uh, when I had young ones that weren't sleeping because yeah, that was not the funnest of times. And it definitely 
when they're not sleeping has a ripple effect as well, where it is affecting every aspect of life. And yeah, my son was a great sleeper and it was just one kid. And I think that had a lot to do with it because, you know, everything was new and fun and exciting. And, and I wasn't working at the time. So I had time to just be at home with him and put all my energy into organizing his schedule and everything. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when the girls came along, we are our girls together and they were 14 months old and two and a half years old. That was a different ball game because they already had very chaotic sleep schedules, no routine whatsoever. And the oldest slept really good right off the bat, but the youngest did not. And that, you know, at 14 months old to have no schedule really up into that point in her life, that was hard that I could have used a lot of your help then because (laughs) it was literally, I'm just standing holding her in the middle of the night, like, what am I doing wrong? And I'm crying because she's crying and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. And it was really, really stressful. Yeah. You feel, you just don't have any confidence. You're like, what am I doing? Like you said, well, what am I doing wrong? For Mm -hmm. one, you're not doing anything wrong. Every baby is so different and sleep Mm -hmm. is, it's not, it's very, very complex. You talked about you not sleeping. We can kind of touch on that, but um, it's complex. And so when I work with parents, it really is to boost their confidence what mm. am I doing? Here's here's your plan. This is why the plan's in place. Um, and so that they have that in the middle of the night or whatever, they're confident. They're like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I need to mm. do. And it takes away that second guessing and that kind of, um, like you said, just like zero, zero confidence. And so right. once these parents have that confidence, everything changes. I bet I could have used you telling me that many years ago. So thanks for coming into my life a little bit late. Yeah, a little bit late, but maybe you still need to hear the message. And I, when you were talking about being awake middle of the night, so we had twins. And so, oh my gosh, one baby would be sleeping. One would be wide awake. I would just get this baby sleeping. And then this baby would wake up. And I just like, I literally didn't sleep for four months. Mm. I felt like I was going crazy. I was like, I could have just killed my husband. Any little thing that he did. Like the middle of the night and he was working and he had to drive a lot for work. So I didn't want to wake him up. But I'm I'm gonna tell you, there was lots of times where I was just like, Yeah, middle Mm. of the night. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know, Mm -hmm. I very resentful, probably. Very resentful. Yeah. We are still working on that. Yeah. She talked about it last night. I'm like, I still kind of hate you a little bit, (laughs) you know. But um as hard as that experience was it brought me to where I am now. And so now I've worked with over 300 babies. And so 300 families, it's just, I actually get messages every once in a while. And I had one mom who said, you will never understand how much you have helped Mm, people. And I was just like, wow, I never thought of it that way. Because yes, I'm helping them with sleep. But like we said, it's confidence, it's marriage, it's everything. Oh. So yeah, I feel like that's what I was put on this earth to do. And it's, yes. and it was kind of a cool way of finding it, right. a hard way of finding it. Right. I, I had experience. to walk the walk. I had to experience it Yeah. so that when I talk about it now, it's like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. She's been right. Yeah. That is so true. And I think that that you, you have that perspective of where you completely get it because I know yeah. like dealing with in mental, the mental health realm of things, there are times where I'm talking to one of my kids therapists or even mine and you know, they're giving you advice and you're like, 
well, would you like them to move in with you so you can yeah. experience this? So you know what you're talking about because exactly. you don't have any kids. So I'm having oh my a hard time taking this advice from you. And exactly. so I love yep. that perspective that you come with that background of like, I did this, I've done this and done I'm this. here to help you. It's funny you say that because I taught kindergarten for 10 years and before oh. I had kids, I would be like, giving these parents advice and now that I have kids holy shit my twin boys are giving me a run for my money I'm like okay all the things I told and I even have seen these parents and I'm like I am so sorry they're like we knew you were young we knew that you didn't get it and so yeah yeah you need to get it you just need to get it before you can get it (laughs) well and then too I think it makes you I'm friends with uh, several single um young teachers that are teaching young grades and at the same time of them not getting it as far as the parent side of things it also I think allows them to be a little bit more fun and mm-hmm. maybe enjoy it a little more because you're not going home to that as well so oh, kudos exactly. to all those young teachers out there <laughs> and, and yeah and that's kind of I can I can lead into a little bit of like my mental health journey if you want yeah, but, um, of course so yeah, yeah, I was teaching kindergarten in my, you know, my 20s and and single didn't have kids. I was able to be that awesome that awesome teacher, have that energy, mm-hmm. give that unsolicited advice. Right. But then I was able to go home, literally have a nap, decompress from the day and do whatever I wanted. Right. Um then when I started to have my own children and then continue to teach kindergarten, oh. I was noticing myself just depleting. And mm. yes, I was getting the sleep, but I wasn't getting literally any self-care because yeah. it was waking up, getting my kids out the door by myself, which is a mm. full-time job in and of itself to get three mm. kids out the door plus yourself by 730. <laughs> and then spending the day with five-year-olds and then coming home to mm. young, young children and a husband. <laughs> right. <laughs> a fourth child. <laughs> exactly. And still, and you know, wanting to be that you see on, you see on social media, wanting to be that Pinterest mm-hmm. mom, wanting to have the house look good, wanting to have the good meals, wanting to have it look like it was all together. And yeah, I didn't notice it happening um, because I was taking my medications. I, I wasn't necessarily seeing a therapist as much, but I thought that I was doing good because I was sleeping. I was taking my medications. Um, I was ignoring so, so many warning signs. Mm. And I, um, when the, when the pandemic hit, I literally burnt out. I was Mm. teaching kindergarten plus running my business, plus the whole, the whole household thing. And I just kept pushing my body and pushing Mm. my brain and my brain, it's fragile in a way. It, mm-hmm. I'm so strong in so many ways, but yet the brain is very, my brain anyway, is, is very um, sensitive, mm. I'm going to say. And mm. and not always in a, in a bad way, but but yeah, I pushed myself too far. And I, yeah, um, yeah I'm like, I might get emotional about it. I, uh, yeah, that's okay. You know, I just that's hit hard. rock bottom. I mm. hit rock bottom and um my life fell apart. It literally Mm. fell apart. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I can, I can go into this if you want to, we can talk whatever way you want it to go. Yeah. Well, and I do, I do, I do want to talk about that more because when I, so I've been following you for a while now, but I had connected with you. And I even, when I first started my podcast, you were one of the first people I reached out to. And 
we had an appointment and we had it all set up to do the interview. And then you had reached out and said, I'm, I'm in a crisis right now. Mm -hmm. I, can we reschedule? And now we're finally reconnecting, but that is what happened. And part of this was like this, you know, mental health situation that you were in. So yes, please speak more about that because I thought it was really wise to reach out to me even and say that, because I know we were both so excited about it. And you're like, I need to put this on pause. I think I pushed myself to a point where I had to start to start from square one again Mm. and say, what can I handle? What can I not handle right now? And listening Mm. to my body and listening to that inner voice that's like you're pushing yourself too far or, you you know, so, Mm -hmm. so I'll just back up a little bit Um, throughout my entire life. Anxiety and depression has been something that I have. I don't want to use the word struggle because I'm learning to work with it, but Mm -hmm. it is something that I've had in my life um, that has impacted me Mm -hmm. in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I went on medications. I had postpartum depression. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But every time in the past, I went on a medication or started to see a therapist, things got better in a couple of Mm -hmm. weeks. And when the pandemic hit, um, looking back on it now, it all makes sense, Mm -hmm. but the medications weren't working. Mm -hmm. And it's because I wasn't listening to myself. I had pushed myself way too far Mm -hmm. and it was like my nervous system just turned off. It just Mm. turned off, but also way, way up. Hard to explain. It was like I shut down, my body shut down. I was not able to care for my children properly. Mm. My mom had to come and spend time with me. I was was so anxious. It is hard. It felt like my skin was crawling. Mm. I just, I couldn't wait till my kids would go to bed because I would, I would cry. And then Mm. it turned into, it spilled into my days. I was just crying and I was so depressed and so anxious. The medications weren't working. I had a misdiagnosis of bipolar. Mm. Um, So I was being treated for something that I didn't have, which made things worse. And then I had a psychiatrist that actually put me on Ativan Mm. and was prescribing them at 120 at a time. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with Ativan, but it is something that you should not use definitely Mm. in that amount. It is something that you use in um, emergency situations. Mm. And I was becoming um, addicted to Ativan. Mm. So in Canada, I'm not sure what it's like where you live. Um, There aren't a lot of mental health resources. I Mm. think that's something that's just, it's suck here too. They suck. Yeah. Um, And so I, I went to a facility that was extremely expensive. I'm so, so grateful that I was able to afford it. It was a thousand dollars a day. Oh my God. But that's all there was here. Yeah. yeah, I am still on a wait list from something that I applied to over a year ago and I have not heard back and that that's a free one. So I paid to go to this place. It was the It was the best thing that happened to me and also the hardest thing that happened to me. I was away from my children or my family for 42 days. Oh my gosh. Um, I literally cried. I want to say all day, every day. I'm not kidding you. Like people were like, are you like, you know, they were just everybody there. We were all, it was, it was more of an addictions place actually, which I did have the addiction of the Ativan. Right. But, um, I, I mostly went there for the mental health piece. And so, yeah, I was just, I was 
Mm-hmm. I was a mess. And I look back at that place now with compassion. Like I was yeah. able to do that away from my children because I couldn't right. do around them. Anyways, yes. I got a proper diagnosis. I got on the right medications. But as you know, they take weeks to months to work. Right. And um, coming off Ativan is not fun. I will tell you, they told me it is harder to come off Ativan than a street drug. So uh, um, I was monitored. I was checked on every two hours while I slept to make sure I was still breathing because mm. it is. Yeah. So anyways, I got the diagnosis of ADHD as a 34 oh year old woman mm-hmm. starting ADHD medications. So yeah, the, the the anxiety and depression medications and the therapy and the work I was doing, I was at like a 10, you know, it brought me down mm. to maybe a six okay. and the ADHD medication brought me down to like a two. Wow. And now I do a lot of yoga and meditation and that's what keeps me at, um, you know, where, where I, I need to be. So wow. yeah, it's been a really long journey for me. It was hard. I was, um, at a, for a while, they're just not wanting to live. I, I didn't know yeah. how I didn't feel safe in my body. Mm. I felt so, so sick, just mm. so, and nothing was working. And, and these, these psychiatrists I see, were seeing were sending me down the wrong path. You know, uh, like they weren't, they yeah. weren't, they were making things worse. Right. And there was this point where I was like, am I ever going to feel better again? Mm. This little voice in my head was like, just keep going, Sarah, just keep going, Sarah, you can do mm. this. And, um, my kids and my husband, you know, I just, I have this bracelet with my kids' fingerprints on it. And mm. I would just, every day I would just touch that and be like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this for them. I'm doing this mm. for me. And um, here I am today. And that's when wow. I reached out to you afterwards. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm ready. Back. Sarah's back. <gasps> oh. I had to hit rock bottom yeah. to get to where I am today and mm. um, learn what, what what is what is what I would do want in my life and not that yeah. teaching was something that I didn't that I didn't want but I, I can't do it all yeah and helping parents with sleep is my passion it is yeah. my joy I'm damn good at it yeah and uh yeah so that's kind of my story in a nutshell oh my gosh and isn't that interesting and I think it's so common for moms or in maybe other fathers as well but where we have to hit rock bottom before we will get serious about taking care of ourselves. And it's really sad that that's the case, but it is, we push ourselves and I hear this over and over again, so hard to do all the things, you know? And like you said, the Pinterest mom, like I'm not that way anymore, but I sure used to be. And I used to feel like I was competing with everyone when no one else knew I was competing with them. And so really you're competing with yourself, but like to get to that low, low place, cause I've done the same, of finally reaching that place and being accepting of help finally. And I think that was it for me is realizing like, okay, I can't do all the things I do need help. And, you know, whatever level, whether it's medication or therapy, or like, like you were saying the meditation, all these really great things, or whether it's going to um, like a facility, like you went to whatever it is getting to that point where we need to accept help, you know? And I think as my personality at least is very like, I can do everything. I'm fine. I don't, I don't need help. I don't. And my, I'm always too, I'll think like, well, so-and-so has it much worse than me. So I should just be thankful Mm -hmm. for where I'm at and be fine. Where, you know, as you do therapy and you learn things that no, that's not the case. You know, everyone's trauma is their own. And just because it seems like someone else has it worse off 
you know, your trauma is still your own and it still has to be dealt with um, by you. Yeah. And that's the same thing with the the sleep clients that I have. They almost yeah. hit rock bottom where they're not mm-hmm. sleeping. Things are falling apart. And it's funny because I'm always saying to parents, you don't need to hit rock bottom before uh-huh. you ask for help. Yet I wasn't listening Here to you that were. message. Yeah. Did you see that irony uh, in that? Wow. And then I had yeah. to hit rock bottom to be like, oh shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. I've been saying this for a long time and not listening to it. Oh my gosh. Isn't that true though? It's like... <laughs> We just ignore ourselves like, and you know, and even for me, I feel like before I kind of hit my rock bottom, I feel like I did over care for other people, you know, like I want to help everyone. I want to volunteer for this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And I'm stretching myself so thin that I'm not enough for me and even for my family, really, you know, and, and that's where I feel like I'm getting to the point where, yes, I still love volunteering. I love being a part of different organizations and, you know, um, helping where I can, but also having limitations to that. And mm-hmm. we just went to our, or not just, but a couple, a month ago to the school fall festival. Well, that always used to be my event. And with, you know, with help, of course, but like, I love running events. I love doing things. So that was always my thing at the school. Well, we, we showed up and I didn't volunteer. Well, I like ran a set up at one of the booths, but yeah. minimal as far as what I did. And we went there and it was amazing and it was fantastic. And it was a great hit. And I'm just like, see, I don't need to do everything. Like things happen without me. And I think part of it, it, it for me, I'm learning was a kind of a source of pride where I'm like, oh, but I love, you know, everyone thinks I did such a good job and da, 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 da. And now looking back and just letting it go and letting other people do it, I'm like, wow, yeah, I did take pride in that. And yet I'm pushing myself so hard and doing so much and not just that event, but just like in life in general. And it's like, okay, wow. Some of those things were definitely more out of pride. Like I can show everyone that I can do it all rather than just sit back and be like, I can't, I can't. And I'll let you do that. It feels real good. It feels real good to let other people do some of the things. It does. And it feels good to be like, okay, I don't have to do all the things. Yeah. And so these moms and dads reach out to me kind of like, why can't I figure out sleep? Mm. Um, they feel again, like they should be able to do all of the things. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I work with doctors, I work with whoever. And I'm like, that's your area of expertise. This is mine. Right. Yeah. You you're not going to have everything. Yeah. And, um, And the other thing too, is where does this come from? Because I come Mm. from a long line of women who Mm. did not, they were givers to the point where they had nothing left. And Mm. that's kind of what I was raised in too. Right. Mm. And and it came from a place of love, but when you give and give and give, you're stuck in the mud now with everybody else. And you can't, you can't help anybody. You can't help anybody let alone yourself. So, you know, self-care, self-care. I used to always think that was so silly, but really, same. I can't help anybody else if you are in a treatment facility, right? If you right. are, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, bef- you know, I want to help with these things. I, but I take a moment and I just like ask myself, okay, is this going to help or hinder me? Mm. Is this in mm. my highest good? And there's times where I'm just, I'm having to say no to things that I mm-hmm. used to love. Yeah. Um, and it, and it might not be forever, but for right now, right. this is where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's think, just, ugh. yeah. Learning to accept that yes. and to kind of surrender to that. And, um, 
and, and yeah, just ask, and ask for help. Like, you know, yes. that's kind of, I was forced almost to ask for help again. Mm-hmm. The proud, proud me, stubborn me, yeah. um, you know, mom, dad, can you help with this? And, and they, they were more than willing. They were like, yes, right. absolutely. So right. yeah, that's kind of just the things that I've learned. Yeah. And, uh, and like you said, you don't have to do all of the things. I know. The world will actually continue to spin. I know. It's so crazy. you spinning your wheels. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I just feel like everyone needs me though. But it's so true. It's like, and it does, it does feel, and I'm not like arrived. I don't think I'll ever arrive. I hope I always will have room to grow. I, I mean, I know I will, but I, it, it just does feel good to, to like, as silly as it might seem, but that event, it was amazing. It was fantastic. I texted the gal who ran it. I'm like, you did so good it, without me. You know, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, like I don't, I don't need to do everything. And I think it's, it's crazy. Like I'm over 40 now getting to that place in life where that is a comfortable place to be. I mean, like I said, I'm getting there. It's still maybe a little uncomfortable to say no to things, but getting to where it's like, nope, I know where I'm tapped out. I know where I need to make sure and add in some self-care or do some things. And I feel like it's constantly changing too, a little bit yeah. or evolving as far as what I need, as far as self-care goes. But same thing. I used to think that was so silly. And for the weak people, and I'd be like, oh, these people are just so weak, like self-care. What's that? And now I'm like, oh, that's what I was missing. Part part of what I was missing. Oh, totally. And it is back to kind of what you said about um, having that control. And so I had a friend Mm. tell me, when you are constantly doing things for other people, you're taking away the power from from them and, and taking away their chance, their opportunity. So that woman or man or whoever took on fall festival right. instead of you, if you would have continued to do that, you're taking that away from them. And right. Maybe that's something they really want to do. And even with our own kids, yes. if we're constantly doing everything for them, we are taking away their power. Yep. And so as moms um, and dads, whoever's listening, yeah. we don't have to do it all. In fact, we are limiting others when we do it all mm-hmm. and we're limiting and, ourselves. But when it comes to kids, for sure, like that's been the last couple of years, I've learned my gosh, so much about that. I have a almost 15 year old. He'll be 15 in a couple of days. Um, but my control over him, like I, I would never consider myself like codependent or, and I know I'm controlling, like there's a sign right there that says I'm not bossy. I am just helpful. And I've had that forever. Uh, but I, so I know I'm controlling but I never realized the extent of it, like how it affected my family members and those closest to me. And that has been such a huge transformation, learning more about this with my son and I, because we were always butting heads. And I have learned so much with that letting go, letting go of some of this control. Our relationship is so much better now than it's been for years because I have let stuff go, you know? And like you said, let them do things for themselves. I'm like, even with my girls, they're even loading the dishwasher. I'll I'll just do it. You know, I'll just do it. Let them like now I'm getting, okay, go ahead. I need you to load the dishwasher and letting them do more things that at their age they should be doing and they're capable of doing, but I just never allow it because I am just like, I'll do it right. And I'll do it fast and it'll be done. And I won't have to fix anything. And so, yeah, that's been a huge learning thing for me is letting things go even within my household, as far as 
the kids. It's been great. And my husband, you know, it's like, I don't have to be like this helicopter person over every important person in my life. Our kids are our greatest teachers, really, you know? Yes. Um, Oh my gosh. And just, just kind of back to the whole sleep thing. The, the psychiatrist that I saw said there's two, the two biggest contributing factors to any sort of mental health crisis or issue is a lack of sleep Mm. and um, chronic pain. Mm. Right. So, um, our kids are our greatest teachers. They teach us that we need sleep. Yes, so true. <laughs> we teach them sometimes how to sleep. <laughs> and, you know, overtired babies and toddlers are miserable, mm-hmm. you know. So if you want to have a more cohesive, you know, calm family life, sleep is kind of right at that core of everything. So, um, yeah. 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 Even, even older kids, like I, I get people dying because my girls and my son just recently started staying up later. I mean, you know, the last couple of years, but my girls are nine and 10. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change needing health insurance, United healthcare, tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some States. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Most 11, and they go to bed. They're in bed for sure by 7.30. Wow. Sometimes earlier, but they'll sleep, especially the oldest. When she hits the bed, she's out. Sometimes she'll even ask, is it time for bed yet? And I'll be like, yeah, I can come tuck you in now, even though it's 630. So I feel like their bodies like know that they need sleep, but they sleep and they'll sleep until... Of course, time change right now. Oh, messing my life up forever. But they'll sleep until like today they woke up at six, but generally they'll sleep till seven. So they'll sleep sometimes seven to seven. Yeah. And at their age. And People are like, wait, your kids are already in bed. I'll be like on a live, you know, on Instagram at eight o'clock at night. And they're like, where are your kids? I'm like in bed asleep. They are fussy when even yeah. at their age. And then the girls, the whole hormone thing's kicking in. And Ugh. it's like, okay, sleep's not fixing this, but maybe it'll help. I don't know. But they, they're good sleepers. And so it's... That's I, awesome. I'm not Some people are. are blessed with good sleepers. Yeah. And um, some people like me are not. But you look mm-hmm. at, when you talk about self-care, sleep is the most basic form of self-care and yeah. a lot of parents deprive themselves of it because they're like oh you know sleep is for the week or whatever mm-hmm. and um and again the stubbornness of like yeah. you know i can i can figure it out i can figure it out and so yeah sleep really is fundamental to mm. to everything to mental health to to everything so so talk about self-care sleep is, is right there and it's self-care for your children right yeah um and then if if they're sleeping then you can then you can work on yourself so right. i don't know how some families do it you know like i didn't sleep for four months with my twins and i was literally going crazy mm. and then with our daughter 
we actually hired a sleep coach. Her and I became uh, like instant oh. best friends. And she was like, I feel like you need to do this. And I was like, uh, I know, I know I do. Mm. Um, but it cost, it cost me about $10,000 to do, to get everything, to, to get my certification, to mm. mentor, to get my website, to, to do all that. And so I, I took that leap of faith, but there was wow. like a voice in my head that was like, this is what you're supposed yeah. to do. So yes. that was kind of our thing, but I don't know how some families do it like that I work with and they're like, they literally haven't slept in years. Oh gosh. I, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. And that's kind of what I do. So, Hey, so talking about okay. adults and sleep issues, let's go there. Cause I love to just get free advice from all of my podcast. Sure. Guests. Um, but here's the thing, like I know sleep is value. I've never, like, even as a child, I don't think I was ever a good sleeper. Like never. I just remember being awake in the night all the time and struggling with it. And now as an adult, I just don't go to bed till late. Cause I know I'm not going to sleep, but I know like it, this is, it's so it's kind of like being in therapy, like yeah. dealing with certain subjects. I know what to do, or I feel like I know what to do. I just don't do it. Cause I don't want to. Yeah. I know I need sleep. I know I need better sleep. I know I need more sleep. But my thing is, and maybe this is like a more of a, on a greedy side. So maybe it's a me issue. I'm sure it's a me issue. But like I put my kids to bed and then I come in my office and it's like my time. Mm -hmm. I, and I'm like very ADHD. So I'm like on my computer, I'm doing this. I'm folding laundry. I'm, I'm very productive at night, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And so I have a very hard time saying like, shut down and go to sleep because I get so much done at night, but I'm very tired all day long because I don't yeah. sleep at night. Mm -hmm. So I know the tired me all day long is not like the greatest person in the world. Give me all yeah. the advice. <laughs> Give me all the advice. Oh, we go out of bed woman. You're an adult. Bed. <laughs> adult sleep is complex <gasps> because there's, it's not just circadian rhythms. It's not just routines. It's, mm -hmm. It's, um, it's looking at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So you are productive at yeah. nighttime, yes. but yet, you know, that it's not in your highest good. It's not in your best interest. Right. So even just asking yourself, why, why am I avoiding sleep? <laughs> oh. oh, now you we're getting deep. Journal oh. about that, right? Like why, oh. what part of me or why? Oh, I think I'm not worthy of rest mm. and mm. rejuvenation. Mm. And why do I feel like I have to be productive? Oh my gosh. You can look into some of these things, right? Uh, yes, yeah. Because you're I, avoiding oh. something. You're avoiding something. So I know it gets a little bit deep when you oh. talk about adult stuff, but you, um, I think mm. you got to look within the answer is always within you and with adults, um, yeah, we, we are trying to be productive or, or whatever, but you got to look at why, the why, the why behind it. Oh, I hate you so much right now. I know. Oh, I know. I'm so glad that I have therapy <laughs> scheduled for tomorrow because now I'm just going to journal the rest of the day and she's going to get it. Oh my That's gosh. what I want you to do tonight. Tonight, okay. when you put the kid, when the kids are sleeping and your ADHD brain's like, dee, 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 Yes. I want you to sit with that little brain and ask oh, him, what God. do you, what, <laughs> why? I can, why? I can text you this, just why? Okay, yes, please and do. Oh, you don't God. need a therapist for this. I mean, you do, right. need, you do need therapy. Yeah, really, I, I think everybody do. needs therapy, yeah. but um, the answers are within you. And I think you yes. just need to ask yourself, 
why you're avoiding sleep and why you're avoiding rest and and why you feel the need to be so productive and not to give your body and your mind that downtime oh my gosh I'm just gonna replay this (laughs) on a loop and just put it in my ears all day long because I'm like deflecting with humor because I already know some of the whys and I am not loving this. And you don't want to look at it. Yeah. No, I sure don't. So that's what's happening to you at at nighttime. Yeah. That's coming out, right? But Mm. it's coming out because it wants you to look at it. It does. And you know what? And you're not looking at it. You're playing with it. You're like joining it, you know? uh, Avoiding it. Uh, And see, (laughs) my go-to is avoidance anyway. Yeah. Believe me, this is what we're doing in therapy right now. And so this is just like, oh my gosh, I'm just having some like serious processing going on right now, Mm -hmm. but I totally avoid it. Like I don't, and you know why I'm just thinking this through. I'm, this is me having therapy with you right now. It is because it's quiet. I Mm -hmm. always need noise and something going on so that my brain does not have to think or process about certain things. Yeah. And so then at nighttime, instead of then taking that moment to be like, okay, I've avoided you all day. Now I'm going to look at you. Instead of doing that, you're like, I'm just going to keep avoiding you and let's hang out and let's get worse. (laughs) Until I am so exhausted at 3 a.m. I crash for a couple hours. That's so healthy, You're really right? not getting rejuvenating sleep. And then you are in that same loop. Yes. Um, but I feel like if you slept better, you would be more productive during the day. And then you'd be able to rest and rejuvenate at night. Oh, I'm sure. And- okay. So, for, oh my God. Okay. So from now on, journaling at night. Journaling is everything out. Yeah. It is the best. It is truly. I hate best. it. I hate it. There's Me times too. where I'm like, oh, oh. I don't want to. <laughs> but when you don't want to, that's when you need to. Yes. Okay. You have you ever considered being a therapist as well? Because <laughs> yeah, maybe I you should, should yeah. be. I mean, I'm just yeah. putting it out there. Um, <laughs> when I okay. work with parents, this is kind of yeah, what we talk yes. about. Yeah. It's right. Like therapy. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I feel like each job. So I'm like a realtor in my real life. And I feel like I'm a therapist. Um, yeah. The person in my job is just being a therapist. So yeah, see, you're already accustomed to it with your job for sure with your job. Okay. Earlier, you mentioned also um, now kind of your, um, not schedule, that's not what I'm looking for, but kind of part of your maintenance with self-care is meditation. Yes. Loving that. I used to hate it. And there's even times now where, where I hate it, but I have a squirrel brain. I have that ADHD brain. And even with medications, you still got that, that, um, so I actually just finished taking a spirituality course, which was amazing. Okay. Every morning I just, I do like a grounding exercise where I just imagine like I'm a tree roots are going Mm. down to the earth up to the sky. I'm connected. takes five minutes. Mm. Um, I try to, um, like even after this conversation, just like cut cords, like that conversation Mm -hmm. was fantastic, but I don't have to carry Shannon's energy with me. She doesn't have to carry mine. We had an awesome, (laughs) right. 
Yes, but that's so good. Oh my gosh. Yes. You because that the more, especially yes. like a lot of us are empaths, right? And especially those of us who want to help and those of us who want mm-hmm. and are on social media, yes. it's constant energy. There's constant exchanges. And whether or not you realize that you're carrying it with you. So it's just kind of being aware of that, like, nope, that's not mine. Mm. So I, I work on that. And um when the kids are in bed, I decompress before I do mm. anything else. I get on my yoga mat, I lay there, I listen to a meditation or I just deep breathe. And I, what I try to do, and it's really, really hard. It's taken me a long time because I have that squirrel brain mm-hmm. is to just focus on my breathing and almost drop into my body and be like, mm. okay, what's going on here? Mm. What's going on? Cause I've avoided this all day. Right. I've been busy with the kids. I've been busy with my work. Now this is my time. Mm. Um, and I really love, I love that now. So mm. yeah, the meditations at, at nighttime and, and just really connecting to myself and being like, Hey, what's going on? Because for years I, I ignored myself yes. and a lot of us see our lives as like, okay, <laughs> this is me. This is me. Yes. This is me. But we forget that we have this entire body connected uh, to us. And so yes. it's all about the connection of it all. And I think a lot of adult sleep issues are like, we are not connected. We are not listening to our bodies. We're not listening to what's going on. We are distracting ourselves. And that's exactly kind of what you touched on is you distract, 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 and you're just slowly burning yourself out. Yep. That is uh, 100% what I do. (laughs) Yeah, I do. And it's so, and I mean, and I'm learning about it. And I think that's a huge part is being aware of it. And so even just like this conversation, this brings out, you know, a different part. And I don't want to continue avoiding and distracting myself because I know how unhealthy it is. I know how unhealthy it is not to be on a good sleep schedule. I think acknowledging it and wanting to work on it. And, and it's not like I just want to work on it. I am working on it. But it's um, it's a process. It's not like it just happens overnight and it's no. like, oh, this is great. And you know what? And I've even had phases where because I had been doing the meditation really well or meditations during my day and it was so helpful. And now I'm just that's why I was questioning you about it. I'm just now getting back into it. And so I'm curious to how well, you know, how other people do their meditations or whatever, because it is really helpful. Like it's my brain does not slow down. So just like you were saying, I just make myself. And that's why I really like guided meditations because it's someone telling me what to do. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm listening to someone else. I'm listening to another voice because of the noise. I do like the distraction, but it's like, I have to have that for, for someone to tell me, calm down, like, stop it right now, calm down and listen to my voice. And so it's like, so I like the guided meditation because, you know, I'll just do like a 12 minute one, but it will walk me through something and I'm just still as can be breathing and all the things, but like, I need someone telling me what to do. Otherwise my brain, like I can't, I've tried just like music or, you know, being quiet, but I have a very challenging time with that. It is very hard. It is very hard, especially with that ADHD brain. I totally agree. This has been several years um, Mm. for me, like to get to the point where I'm at and I still have a long ways to go, but I, I also like guided meditations, but then I also just like the and I'm learning, like I said, it's taken me a long time. Yoga has like yin mm, yoga has okay. been life-changing for me. That's what mm. I like is like one breath, one movement. And you mm. really become like a, you really just kind of sink back into your body. I'm more grounded. Living up here. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. It. So yeah. I think, like I said, just sitting with yourself yeah. and just asking yourself the whys. And it's not, I know, I know, I know. just a simple why. Why am I doing this? Yes. Why am I in this pattern? Why mm-hmm. do I 
why do I keep adding to my plate when it's time to rejuvenate? Why mm. do I not think I'm worthy of rest? And right. You know? So it's just, yeah, sitting yes. with that. Oh my adult, adult sleep is complicated. It's also looking at like your sleep environment. Is it nice and yeah. dark? Um, but really, if you think about it from your body's perspective, how do you expect it to learn to turn off for sleep if you're like ramping it up? Right. Which is what I do every night. I've got the TV going, my computer going, my phone going, like everything. Yeah. And like, it, and you know, it's hard because I love, I love, I call it multitasking, but it's not because I don't accomplish anything. But I do love being on my computer because now I am doing all the social media stuff. So I enjoy like, oh, I'm editing a podcast or I'm doing this or I'm editing a video. So it's all stuff that I enjoy, but it yeah. is very stimulating to the brain. Like it's a, it's, yeah. you got a screen in your face all the time, or I'll think of a good idea and I'll have to write something, you know, it's a lot of scrambly brain stuff. It's not just like I'm sitting and reading a book and decompressing, which I need to do more of that in the evenings instead of be. Yeah. And I think it's all about balance. Like say yeah. like your kids go to bed at eight. So you want to yeah. go to bed by 1030. Okay, so mm-hmm. you've got two and a half hours. Could you do an hour of, of your busy work, mm-hmm. but also bring an element of calming it down too? Mm-hmm. Like, could you play some relaxing music? Could you yes. do a couple deep breaths before you work? So it's more even calming, but you're yeah. still getting your work done and you're gradually turning your body and your brain off for sleep. Could you find a way to balance it? Mm, yes, I could. But will I? I don't oh, know. I'm going to hold yes. to it. You're going to hold me to it. Okay, <laughs> this is what I need. Oh my God. This is like the not, I mean, this is so what I needed. This is crazy. It's so interesting how sometimes these conversations, I mean, yeah. I feel like I always try to pull a little bit of free therapy out of every conversation, but sure, you know, yeah. this is real deep. This is good stuff. Oh, my I God. love talking about things like this. Yes. I love going deep and being like, why are you yes. doing that? And why? you know, and isn't it so interesting? <laughs> the, the body, like I am so yes. fascinated. It's um, crazy. It is insane. Have you read the body keep score? Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. Like, that book in it's deep and I do not like the person that did the audio on it. So it's hard no, to listen to. I, no. Yeah. You agree. Yes. But I still listen to it from time to time because it's so good, but gosh, it's crazy. The best Gabor Mate, right? Was that him? Bezel, Bezel A. Van Der Kolk. Okay. Gabor Mate has tons of great content too. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Good. You oh listen God. to him and there's a part of your soul that's like, yeah. Uh, okay. Like your soul's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I gotta have some good books like that. You know, like I always, I listen to a lot of audio books. So the audio needs to be better though. I agree. Some of the voices, some I'm like, of the voices. I can't do it. Oh, I know. I just can't. Some of are so boring. I'm like, I'm driving in my car. I cannot listen to you or I will fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay. I have a couple of questions I like to ask all my guests because it's just for fun. But, um, what, how did you meet your spouse? Okay. We met through mutual friends. Okay. We were at, uh, we were, we were both camping. So I was camping with my one friend at her cabin. He was with his friend at, at their, at their cabin. And I was mutual friends with both of them. It was like a movie. So we were oh. kind of messaging back and forth before being like, Hey, like looking forward to meeting you, whatever. I was upstairs trying to get all prettied up because I knew that they were coming. And there was a part of me that was like, this guy is special. Oh. Anyways, 
he comes to the front door with his buddies and I'm, I, you're going to laugh, but like I walked down this spiral staircase, him and I like locked eyes and like walked towards each other and like shook hands. And it was like, hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And we were just like, yeah, we were just together. But I dated a lot of toads. Like this was, it wasn't like, oh, I just met Prince Charming. No, I was, I was 27 when I met him, but I had years of dating. Like I dated a guy fresh out of rehab who like stole my car and like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh, that's a fun story there. I've been, I'm the type of person that has to learn things the hard way. But then I get, I have that wisdom to pass on, right? Yes, right. So now when like my niece is dating people, I'm like, okay, don't date the guy fresh. Right. Give him, give him a couple months. Give him a couple months. Yeah. He could be a gem, but don't date him straight out of rehab. And like, yeah. So just, yeah. So, but yeah, that's how I met my husband. Oh, that is awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, what okay what is well you kind of just shared some amazing books options with us but what's your favorite book oh gosh um anything pertaining to sleep that you find valuable you know no I read I read a lot of books just listen to me yeah just listen to you (laughs) that's the thing there's so much information out there there's so many good books there's so much of this and that like it's just it's just so overwhelming for parents just find I would find a sleep coach that you resonate with yeah and work with them. Save yourself yeah. time and money. Right. Favorite book. Oh my gosh. I like, I can't even think right now. I feel like my mind's going blank. I really like uh, the emotion code. Ooh. Okay. I have that was an that. interesting one. It's about trapped emotions in your body. Okay. Like I'll one. read that one. <laughs> That'll be my little, like, before you go to bed, let's read this. <laughs> yeah. It's book. interesting. Okay. Easy. Oh, yeah. Is it easy? Super yeah. easy. Super light. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. The other book I actually really like too is called um, Still Alice. Oh. And it's about this woman who goes through um, Alzheimer's. Okay, Alzheimer's. But she's very young and she goes oh. through it and you see oh. it from her perspective. It's really, oh. really interesting. It's called Still Alice. And it's like, her name's Alice. And so she's like, oh. I'm still Alice. Oh. But yeah, it's just as she, yeah, it's, it's sad, but it's also just like so eye-opening. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like that. My my favorite book before, uh, when I was dating all those losers, was called uh, "It's Called a Breakup Because It's Broken." That was my favorite oh, book for a while. No there, way. it was like my oh. bible. I'm like, my relationship was broken. It's not me. I like. A, I've been reading a lot of memoirs because I'm writing one, and oh. I I know it's very exciting. Um, but it I I enjoy listening to authors that are reading their own book. I realize yes. like I really I connect with them. Yeah. Yes. It's so different. It's I I've just have found that. So I think that's part of my problem too, is then I hear books that are, you know, read by someone else. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's not the same. But and it's hard too when you're reading like a deep book that's educational versus yeah. like a memoir or a novel or yeah. something. So it definitely makes a difference. I like listening to books about like near-death experiences. Oh yeah. I'm huge into that. And there's a medium that I follow. Her name is Monica, the medium. And I can't remember oh. the name of her book, but I love her book. I've listened to it a couple of times on, on audible. Um, okay. But it's, it's just where she connects to other people she's amazing so I, lo- I love her scene okay. I'm not like into Teresa Caputo or, or things like that but I love I love hmm. yeah things like oh, this so that's so yeah kind of weird I do like that so what is uh your favorite or the best compliment you've ever received oh that's a good one I know um just kind of what I said earlier 
that it was one mom who messaged me and just said, you'll never know how many Mm. people you've impacted. And um, yeah, that just stuck with me because I was like, okay, it's not just about the sleep. It's about the ripple effect. And that's what everybody, everybody has that impact. It's not just me. Somebody told me that we all have that. You will never know how many people we've impacted Mm -hmm. with whatever we're doing. Anything else you have to share with us about? Yes. yes. And of course we want to hear too, like where you're at, where everyone can find you. And I'll put yeah. all that in the show notes, but sure. anything else you want to share about like one thing I really do want to talk about, because yes. I, I yes. have this huge giveaway that I'm oh, launching December yay. 1st. They each last two days. It's the entire month. So there's 12 oh giveaways. It's really, really Perfect. big and it's really fun. And all sorts of different giveaways, like from sleep sacks to like Reiki readings oh. to like, um, bath bombs with crystals in them to like blackout blinds. Like there's all sorts of giveaways. Oh, blackout so, blinds are the best. They are the best. So mm. yeah, I have that giveaway that I really want to talk about because it's, yes. it's I want people to enter and I want lots, yeah. lots of people to win. Oh. Um, and yeah, you can find me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, mostly Instagram, just pa- at passionate about sleep with the SH, not the yes. SS for passionate. And I have my own website www.passionateaboutsleep.com. I'm starting to go on TikTok, but like, I'm not that generation. Like I'm kind of like whole, that in between generation where I'm like, what is this? Whole, uh, it terrifies me. <laughs> we're the we're the Instagram generation. I think we are the Instagram yeah, generation. We are like Facebook. You know, I mean, and it's hard. Like, you want to take an opportunity to use all the platforms that we have available to us, but. Um, it is hard to be like current on all of them. What with the giveaways, where's the best place to do that? Are you doing that on Instagram? That's on Instagram. Okay. That's perfect. Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And there's different giveaways from the U S there's different ones from Canada. Okay. Most of them, it doesn't matter where you live. A lot okay. of them are willing to ship, um, like just different, like infant clothing perfect. companies and things That's like that. So, so great. Yeah. Oh. Um, because the blackout shades just popped in my mind. Yeah. We've done some crazy or great videos on blackout shades and using them and yeah, that's a huge deal, right? With the whole sleep thing is dark. You need dark. Yes. That triggers your brain to produce melatonin. Mm. So when there's bright light, it tells your body, the circadian rhythm, that it's morning. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if you don't have a dark sleep space, and also with babies, um, everything is brand new to them, right? So mm. they're like, oh, what's this? And they're like mm. mesmerized by their hand or a shadow on the wall or whatever. But if it's nice and dark in there, you can't see that stuff. Oh, and yeah. then it, again, it just triggers their brain to produce that melatonin and to go to sleep. And so same with adults, people who work shift work, black oh, lines, like you need yeah. them. And traveling. I know a lot of people over the holidays are, are nervous about mm. traveling. But um, Sleepout is the company and I, I like them and I also like the Blackout Easy Blinds, but the Sleepout is cool because it comes with like suction cups on the window and just Velcro. You can turn your hotel room into a beautiful sleep oasis. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I wish I would have been more aware of, which I think the times have changed too since times have, have been tiny. Huge. You know, there wasn't the availability. I remember you, I had black sheets and I would take them everywhere with me and like yeah. tarp, you know, the sheets, drape them over the plate. So yeah. yeah. And it's still you can, dark. You can even get playpen covers now. Oh, I had a company no send me a playpen way. cover and my niece used it all summer and it was like what? in their camper. So then you didn't have to worry about every window is yeah. just a playpen cover and it's, it's breathable and it's dark. And yeah, there's so many new products That's now. Brilliant. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
Oh, so yeah, a lot of those great. are in the giveaway too. So just to kind of awesome. just spread awareness of like, you can make your life easier. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, please do. <laughs> please do. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge with us and for giving me the free therapy. Yes. And you know, <laughs> now I've got to go journal and, uh, but that's perfect. I mean, that's a perfect plan for the rest of my day. I'm just going to go, you know, journal. Why? 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 Yeah, whenever you want to find out the answer, this is something I need to hear too, is just get out a piece of paper and a pen and ask why. Because therapy is great, but that's once every how often. Healing right. isn't just one hour no. every two months. No. It's a constant. I feel like therapy for me too, partially is exactly that. It's like training a puppy, you know, like I know how to train a dog, but if I go to the puppy classes, I, I have homework and I'm going to have to show up and show, oh, I trained my puppy this week. And that's how I feel like with me, it's that accountability with therapy. It's like, okay, you're going to journal about this. You're going to do this, this, and this. And then I have to check it and be like, yes, I did it. And I'm such a people pleaser. Yeah. So it works out great for me, <laughs> but it's like, you know, but it's true. It's like, I have to be, and especially with the squirrel brain, you know, it, if I didn't know, like this week you need to do this, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it because I'm just not good you know, at like focus yeah. and, you know, focus, just make that list during the day. Like just have like a list of three things you want to do before you mm. do your zen out moment. Cause you yes. need that. Yeah. Just make a list. Yeah. Okay. I'm Lists are to. huge for the ADHD brain. Oh, I too. have to. And if it's not on the list, if it pops into your brain, you just be like, thank you so much. I'll deal with you tomorrow. Oh. You're not on my list. You're oh. not on my list. Oh gosh, all the things that are in my brain but aren't on my list. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot of things that are waiting till tomorrow. <laughs> I love or the it. next day or the day after yes, that. There's they're no not timeline. I know. They're not I know. Oh my gosh. You're so smart. Oh my goodness. I need oh. to hear this though too for myself. So yes. Therapy you know for me. <laughs> yeah. And I feel the same way. I'll be talking like in, in any interview and I'm like giving amazing advice. And then I'll get off and be like, I haven't done that in three months, you know, yeah. but I needed to hear it from myself even. So yeah, yeah it's good. We have lots we to that. learn, don't we? I know. Yeah. Oh, no, I really appreciate this opportunity and, and um, getting to come <sighs> on here. And my mom <sighs> bought me this mug for the occasion. It just says, I just want sleep. She's like, <sighs> you, can, you can use this oh for your God. podcast. So I was I like, okay. Love it. Oh my gosh. What an amazing mom you have. Oh, oh, I love that. that. She's yeah. like, I support you. That's great. <laughs> She's uh, like, I don't know what a podcast is but can you take this on your show <laughs> i was like sure like, i can you will be listening to this podcast, oh yeah, I'm gonna force you to listen. oh yeah and when do, yeah I, I i've been listening to i actually just finished listening to your podcast about the the adoption story which i oh I am. yeah it was really cool to hear from the other side of the yes. the, the the mother who isn't it was crazy? forced or chose to give right. their baby up for adoption because i totally am pro like please do that you know yes but i've yeah. never heard the story so it was yes. really cool yeah yeah it, it was Great a good episode. experience so, Kayla, yeah. i'm going to send you a list of things you need to consider oh. journaling about okay and um, i'll check in with you and yeah like, hey did you do it did you do okay. it did you do oh. it did you do it did you do it you have saying. no idea how much I need an annoying accountability partner. That's, so that's thank me. you. That's yes. me with sleep too. I'm like, hey, how the night go? Yes. How the night go? How the night go? And it, yeah, and it's just that accountability, that back and forth yes. of being like, okay. And get because sorry, one last thing, but like getting no, into a routine, getting into a routine is not easy. Yeah. Because we are comfortable with whatever we were doing before. Mm -hmm. So I'm just there to be like, how did the routine go? Yeah. How did the night go? Tell me like what were your thoughts on this? What were your thoughts on this? Just right. to get them into that habit of like, okay, 
let's mm-hmm. you know we can get into this rhythm and, and like yeah. as I say rhythm I'm just like yeah right. rhythm. but it's <sighs> yeah it's just spending that time those that week or two with the family to get them on their it's just new habits and routine yeah. yeah oh my god so much good information yeah thank awesome. you so thank much you. for doing this with me it was an honor and I am just like obviously walking away with a lot in my heart. So, oh, me thank too. you so much. Good. So nice to like meet you officially. I've been following you for a while. I think you're just like so freaking funny. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Like- you know. Thank you all for joining me for another episode of the Shanty Pant Show. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me every week. You can find all of my links to all my social medias, anything your heart desires at shantypantshow.com. You can even find my amazing merch is back up and running there. And you can email me from there. All the things. All the things. Also, you always ask, how can you help me out with this whole podcast situation? You can subscribe to my podcast. You can leave reviews. You can share it with friends. I appreciate it all. So I am super excited to bring you guys the rest of the season. It's going to be amazing. And I'll see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.